Hey guys, it's me, Danny. And I'm Ayana, and we've moved on to phase two of parenting. That's the time when you've passed the cute infant stage, the so called terrible twos, and the watch them single digits. Yes, we've made it through all of that, only to get to. You know nothing, you'll never understand. I hate my life, and I hate everything you did to me mid to late teens. Oh, and let's not forget those just let me figure out the early 20s. Yep. We've traded in the training wheels for driving permits. So let's hurry up and start the show before someone needs a ride somewhere. All right, we're going to stop it again. Hello, hello. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Nothing. I'm going to learn how to get this thing right the first time. Work in progress. <laughs> it's always a work in progress. That's all. So how's your day been going today? It has been going rather well. That's good. Pretty good day. And it wasn't cold today. What a blessing. What a blessing. Because the Pittsburgh winter could be any season, any day. Any day. You can go <laughs> from 60 to snow in 24 hours. Yes. And I'm thankful that it wasn't <laughs> snow today. <laughs> My goodness. Like, you know and me, I was rushing out the house this morning. I put on that this little Columbia fleece that I have and jumped in the truck, parked <laughs> the truck and ready to go to work. I get in to go to the back seat to go to my coat. I was like, oh, I don't have a coat. <laughs> oh, no. I felt like one of the kids, how you tell them, make sure you have everything on before you walk out the door. Did you check for your phone, wallet, keys? I should have put coat on the list. Listen, all last winter, I didn't even have a coat because somehow my coat was misplaced and I don't know where it went to and I never would just give in to the fact that I didn't know where my coat was. I was like, (laughs) I'm going to find it. I don't know where I left my coat, <laughs> but I'm going to find it. And I still have not found my coat. I don't know what happened to it. It just doesn't exist anymore. So I had to go out and get a new one this winter. But last winter, I was like, nope, I'm going to still wear this jacket and a uh, scarf till I found my coat. That and is coming. I think I left it at church one Sunday and somebody swiped it. And so I'm gonna be looking this winter to see if I got my <laughs> coat. <Got it. laughs> like, because I know exactly if you got my coat, I know you had it. Oh, that is hilarious. Be like, excuse me, sister, so and so, I need my coat back. So, do you have a good topic for us today? The craziest thing, I don't know where this came from. I was driving home after my church meeting today, and I had a thought. I was like, wow, I don't have any boys. I need to ask Danny, what is it like when boy teenagers go through puberty? Because all I know is short of their voices change, but what else do they do? I don't know where that thought came from. That's so interesting. Okay, so... The the voice change definitely is the first noticeable one. Um, I remember very, very vividly uh, being upstairs and calling down to Elijah one morning and a grown man answered me back. <laughs> and I thought there was a grown man in my house. So I was like, buddy, over the uh, banister. And a grown man was like, yes. I was like, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> And the grown man was like, yes. I was like, oh! Because I, I thought there was a stranger in my house. So I made him come to the steps because I was like, what in the hell? But right. it was him. His voice had changed. Um, after that, 
some of the stuff you don't notice like the girls because like with the girls you see like their boobs start to come in maybe their hips start to develop and with boys it's a lot of like body hair right (laughs) and a lot of it they don't want you to see like I know with at least my youngest, every little change, she was like, look at this. I need to show you. Let me, <laughs> I mean, you need to see it. But with the boys, they don't want to tell you anything. So you, you uh-huh. have to wait till like the mustache starts to come in. Oh, and you stand there like you both in the kitchen and you like, when did that, when did that show up? And then they kind of get the little, like, smirk on their face, like, blushing, like, oh, I've been had this. And I'm like, you ain't been had that. <laughs> then you go, like, is there um, hair under your arms? And they're like, mom, I don't want to talk about. So, like, a lot of their stuff is mad secret. Uh-huh. But it's still interesting. Like, their body starts to change in a different way. You know what? For me, it was, like, the shoulders look more like grown man shoulders instead of little boy shoulders mm-hmm. and um I know with Jordan Jordan then became real 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 concerned with his looks okay like like the way like he he started to cry a lot because he thought that he was fat and it was weird because I was used to like my girls worried about their body image, but right. nobody warned me that boys were going to be concerned about body image too. And because you know, Elijah's like tall and lean, and Jordan's the shorter one, and so he looked a little huskier. And so he was more concerned with his, the way his body looked. And I just wasn't prepared because nobody ever told me boys you know, get into their feelings about wow their appearance. So I didn't know. And I really like it. We really had to do some heavy communicating because he would be crying. He didn't want to be sad. He didn't. Uh-huh. Like, he started working out mad hard in the house. And I was like, <laughs> buddy, it's going to be okay. But for a minute, it it wasn't. It was, it was a little bit rough because I, I think it was rougher for me with him. Okay because I didn't know it was a thing. Right. Well, being a woman, I already knew kind of like how girls feel. And then because I already had two teens by the time I got to the last one who just don't care and she's going to say everything, that filter don't exist for her. I was prepared for all of that, but I did, I had no clue about boys, like none. They feet stink and they just smell like men all the time and like nobody told me any of that so I think it was a great learning experience but it was also really really frustrating because I I really was doing a um trial by error error with them the most right and and my second one his his stages didn't look like the first one either so I, I didn't have because Elijah kind of like, you know, he's quiet. He's a quiet dude. So laid back. He's so laid back that like everything, everything's just kind of like, ah, you know, my changing is cool, I guess. I don't know. My voice <laughs> changed. I'm just chill. Jordan was like, what is happening to my body? Like every day. <laughs> I, I don't understand. And I was like, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But um, I think for me, the best part about that too was, um, Vaughn, who okay. is the kid's the boy's stepfather. I'm step, not stepfather. No, he ain't. <laughs> He's their godfather. Um, Vaughn, who is the boy's godfather, started spending a lot of time with them and giving them some, um, you know, male perspective right. on how that looks, and also Deacon Chuck because okay. right. Deacon Chuck to this day still has um, his hands on them um, as far as their growth and their spiritual growth and all of that. Um, He still communicates with them. And at that time he was coming to get them pretty often. And that saved me because I, I, there was stuff I just didn't. Right. You just don't know what to do. And I didn't have a dad to call to say like, <laughs> this boy's going through puberty. What do I tell him? Or you know, there wasn't no man in my life to to call except for you know Vaughn being my best friend. Right. So 
I, I'm grateful for that, but yeah, the boy thing is weird because, like, I felt like everywhere in the house smelled like boy. Smelled like boy. Wow. <laughs> it kind of felt like like outside, like when the kids come in from playing outside, to like like a musk kind of smell that just didn't mix right for a minute. It was like y'all got to get y'all soaps together. Yeah, so but it was interesting. That's a good question. I never thought to think about that till right now. But that's a great question because I think that's more. No, I don't ever hear anybody talk about that. No, and I have a family of probably ninety percent female. So that's like, hmm, I wonder. Yeah, y'all girl heavy over there. Yeah, I have eleven nieces and nephews, and only three are boys, and they're all under eleven. So. Yeah, that's weird. And even in my generation, we don't have guys. We're all girls. I think we have um I think we have like a nope, it's it's more boys. There's just two. My grandma only has two. My grandma my, my grandma on my dad's side only has two granddaughters. Um, but there's Three, five. There's seven of us, and there's only two two girls. And then on my mom's side, my grandma on my mom's side has six grandchildren, and I am the only girl. So <laughs> there's a lot of boys running around, and but I, but I didn't. Um, I wasn't close enough to my aunt who has the boys on my on one side. I wasn't close enough to her. They don't talk and they don't communicate in that way to be able to call and right. say, what's this puberty thing look like? And then the other side, they don't even live here. So we didn't grow up knowing most of them. And I only know uncles. My mom has a bunch of brothers. So um, I didn't know how to call those guys and say, what's going on with this puberty thing? So yeah. I was kind of out there on my own. And I didn't have no friends who had um, boys older than my boys. Wow. So, yeah, it was just like, <laughs> I don't know, there's a bunch of strange men talking and voice cracking <laughs> and hair growing in places. And also, like, you know, it was where it was when when your girls start to go through puberty and and you see boys noticing them you kind of looking at them like don't be looking at our right. <laughs> but then when you see your boys like starting to look at girls you're like look at you looking at somebody <laughs> 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 put your head down it was weird. Um, <laughs> it was really, really weird. And so, like, even walking with them together, which, you know, like, there wasn't a lot of times when everybody was together. Sometimes it's just overwhelming. So, <laughs> but if I would be, like, with, like, all of them, there would be times when I'm looking like, oh, y'all better stop looking at them. Oh, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Like, I felt like my neck is on both way. Mm-mm, mm-mm. pull your shirt down what are you looking at no like it was like a lot of that <laughs> for a minute because I wasn't comfortable on either side like what are we doing here it's crazy but yeah that's that I think that's an awesome question because I never had anybody I've never heard anybody talk about it before yeah me either and it just popped in my head uh you know me I have all these random thoughts (laughs) it just popped in my head I had to write it down like oh yeah I need to ask her that you are random thoughts (laughs) but that's cool (laughs) I think that's the best thing about you is like you never know where the conversation gonna go and it's a whole bunch of stuff and you'd be like I didn't think about it that way but oh yeah I, I can't well, yeah I think it's gonna be very interesting for people to listen to because we it just again who talks about when boys go through puberty because they don't cry like girls do and they don't and the hormones like, probably aren't as bad either 
No, I don't think so. I think there's like one quick period of it where it's like um, all of what you get with the girls when they first start their period, like all bundles into like a good two weeks with them and then you never see it again, or at least I haven't. But like there was a time when when we all knew like don't say nothing to them because <laughs> they about to blow up every time you open your mouth like they wow. wanted to argue everything and like they didn't like anything it was like every food that I thought they like oh they hate all of that and um they don't use that soap they don't like this toothpaste they don't like like it was like they didn't like anything and then it just, like, leveled back out, like, oh, yeah, it's cool again, I guess. I don't, I don't really worry about it. So, yeah, but I remember, like, we would do a lot of, like, calling the boys and asking them to do stuff. Like, can you run and go get this? Can you run to the store and go get that? Can you pick this up? Can you take that garbage out? And it was, like, one day when, not at the same time, but there was one day for both of them where they blew up. And I was just standing there, like, Oh, <laughs> Where'd that come? sorry I spoke. I didn't know I wasn't allowed to talk today. And then it was just like that thing mellowed out. And the first one did it. Then like a year or two later, the second one did it. And then they kind of been chill since then. Mm. Yeah, that there is not a lot of anything. You know what? Also, boys don't fight like girls do. Uh huh. Which is weird because, like, girls will argue over, like, clothes and shoes and everything. Sometimes they feel like they don't really argue about anything. And they share a room. Like, when they they, they don't argue, they just kind of, if one get on the other one's nerves, they go, one don't go in the living room. <laughs> or or there's not a lot of you know community just stop talking to each other for a while and that that'd be it but they don't argue like the girls do now on another side of boys versus girls do you find yourself in terms of the kids curfews that you're more biased one way or the other gender wise um, I think I was more, I think maybe I was stricter on where are you going with the girls than I was with the boys. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, my rule is my door got a curfew and if you can't get in here before my door ain't allowed to open no more, I don't know what you got to, I hope you got a plan B or you're going to be on our porch. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, now, well, everybody except for Mama, you know, they kind of they kind of roll on a different level. Right. Um, I think Jordan too, because Jordan isn't hit the twenties yet. But everybody who's hit the twenties, my door got the curfew. I don't know what you gonna do with your right. life, but my door has a curfew. Don't come in after that. I'm not playing with you. Right. Um, they all try to beat it. I think we only had one time where somebody didn't beat it, and I was like, oh, no. I was so serious. You can't be in here. And they had to go over to a friend's house. Better call an Uber. I don't know what to tell you. Door has a curfew. Because this door is not allowed to be opened. But other than that, yeah, um, the kids seem to think that the youngest has, of course, um, a longer leash than they did but I, I would agree but I don't think it's I don't think it was gender I think it was just um, place in line more than gender correct because even though I only have two by the time you get to the second kid you've learned some things and you're like oh I really don't have to be that strict yep so of course my oldest is like mom you let her do anything (laughs) i just learned from you you were my test baby you were the practice that's what i said (laughs) i said to the oldest like listen you were a test i failed a lot exactly (laughs) but i learned along the way 
now I think I'm doing a little bit better. better. That's all. Yes. Cause I all, all I ever hear is you would have never let me stay out that late. You would have never let me go that far. You would have never let me wear those clothes. You would have never. And I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know back then that it wasn't worth arguing what you wear. Right. I like that. <laughs> and that that's the thing. That was just the thing. Um, she came downstairs and had on this was the thing she had on leggings but she had on a shorter shirt Uh and I was like oh you look cute and the whole house house erupted (laughs) the boys got in on it like you would have never let them wear a shirt without a long shirt and I was like I'm tired and I don't think I care I don't even know (laughs) I don't even know if it's okay, but I know I'm tired. So right. It look cute. Go ahead. I don't know, but put a jacket on. Do something. It was one of those. It, that literally was a time where I was like, how you getting there and who bring you back? Like, I don't know. I Like, who who is picking you up? Because I'm tired. That's all I know. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that... Of course, with the boys, you never really have to get into the clothes thing, like, girl. Uh-huh. Um, like you know, they ain't out here trying to throw on crop tops, right? <laughs> Going back not in my her. house anyway. <laughs> not in my house are they trying to wear the crop tops and the little short skirts, right? So, you know, we didn't have to have a clothes thing. Um, well, I think that in the curfew yeah I, I do I can see that there were times when Liza would just be leaving out the house and nobody knows where where he's going or what he's doing uh-huh. so and I don't remember I feel like I just kind of was like you good like I see you left and he like yeah I'm cool and I'm like okay but he probably was still like 18 at the time And I, I, I don't think that I felt like the same concern as when uh-huh. my seventeen-year-old leaves out the house. But you know, my seventeen-year-old. So you, you need to know where she going, who she going, and why she going. Yes. yes. Oh no. I don't think that I was so concerned either with the oldest though. If she went somewhere when she was seventeen, I don't think that I was. Con- as strict on that but I'd have to ask her because I'm sure she'd say that I was but I think she was just let, more afraid to ask to do things than the last two because they'll just you know they want to do something they ask it the oldest girl and the oldest boy they'll just put it in their diary I guess <laughs> you'll never know <laughs> You'll read about it a long time from now. Or they'll bring it up 10 years later. Like, Mom, do you remember when? No, I really don't. And I have reached that point. I have literally reached. No, I don't remember y'all. What? Wait, tell me the story. Tell me the whole story. Like, I'm literally at that point now where I'm just like, I don't, I have no recollection of what you're talking about right now. They're like, oh, and you said, and then I'm like, I have, I don't remember that at all. Like, I missed that whole moment. (laughs) I don't know what happened. Went in one ear and out the other. I just don't, yeah, there's some things like, that they'll say we did and I'm like oh I don't remember either I don't remember it at all or I don't remember as much as you did yeah I don't know it's 20 years is a long time I agree and then each of them brings such different personalities like I mm-hmm. love that in families and it still to this day continues to boggle my mind how everybody is raised in the same house with generally the same rules morals and values and they all turn out totally different totally different like Imara and Amaya of course are both down at Kappa which is the performing arts school here in Pittsburgh so they're getting, Maya's now in high school, so she's getting some of Amara's same teachers. And then when I talk to the teachers, it's like, 
well, Amara this and Amara that. And I have to say, listen, if you treat Amaya like you treated Amara, you're going to get totally different results. When I say they are yeah. night and day, night and day, you're going to get. So if you treat her like that, your feelings are going to get hurt because she's not Amara. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. And and that's that is so true. Like the whole you're like, but y'all are all in the same right. house. What is different? But it is. They're like so different. And they just eat. Like, I grew up in a house with it where it was just me and my brother for a long time. Uh-huh. And his wife still says to this day, it's like talking to two, like y'all was raised by two <laughs> different sets of parents. I don't understand. Because y'all literally never seem to tell the same story about it. Oh, that's <laughs> so like I don't know what's going to happen when my kids are older and they start like talking to their significant others about experiences because <laughs> to have five different perspectives on something I have no clue I and I, yeah it, that too is like with the personalities then you got to learn all these different foods people eat and they don't eat right. and what like I'm just like I some there was a point where I had to keep like a little thing in my um like a little um notepad to be like okay so and so does not eat such and such but these two will say they will they'll eat this if they had to because these three like it it was like way too much of that I can't even imagine. I have a hard time keeping track of what my two like five <laughs> so much. I just like I don't know how there's so much stuff now that I don't know how I did it. Then right. like I I cannot tell you. I can't even because and your kids are so close in age, so yeah. Everything they're like stepping stones. So wow. And it still would be different because when I had the last one, the oldest one was only six. But that six-year difference. Right. Yeah. I remember um, there was a time when, um, and this is like, this is nasty because I don't even like this food, but the kids were, were discussing eating hot dogs. Okay. And so I was like, okay, I'll buy hot dogs. And they had to go into this big discussion about who eat beef hot dogs and who don't eat um, beef hot dogs. And they want a turkey hot dog. And then they don't want, but they don't want the turkey pork mix hot dog. They want it like this hot dog. And then it turned into, can we just eat turkey kabasi? And I would just felt like I was just turning around the circle. Right. Like, well, okay. When I get to the store, what am, am I going I to buy? buy? <laughs> I was like, what am I buying? Because I don't know anymore. Like, it was such a discussion that I was just like, I don't know. So so for me, shopping is so overwhelming that I don't like to do it. It probably still has all. to be overwhelming because now yeah. everybody still has what they like and what they don't like. It's what they like and what they don't like. And now because the majority of them make some money, they done already bought some things. And so, like, well, I'll bring stuff in and there ain't even room. Like, one time I went grocery shopping and there wasn't room for my food because they had all bought their own individual stuff. Plus, anybody who's listening, I moved my mom in here um, about a year ago. And so my mom starts to go shopping. <laughs> She'll get her own stuff, too. And I'll come home like, well, where did my food go? Because the last time I had to put my food up at Lexi's house. Oh, man. You need because, two refrigerators. Yeah, but because, the, because where my food probably would live in the refrigerator, the baby stuff is <laughs> in there. So I, I was like, I can't put a juice in here. The baby got juices in. It's like a lot of stuff going on. I can't. It's a lot. It's so many personalities. One eats organic. She's like, I only eat organic foods now and everything gotta be organic. One was like, oh, I don't eat any. I'm not eating any carbs. All of my carbs 
carbs. Another one is like, I'm eating whatever is in here. And <laughs> even if it ain't mad, I'm eating it. Like, it's so much stuff going on. I just don't even like going to the kitchen. Like, I could literally, because of the way that I work, I could literally not go in the kitchen for a good four or five days because ain't nothing in there belong to me. <laughs> There's nothing that belong to me. I just stop on the weekend for my stuff. <laughs> for the weekend I'd be like this see this little thing right here and this little small piece of the refrigerator this is my, this is my little don't touch it. please just don't touch it and then mom will come in on like Sunday like, night like okay so what part of all the stuff you brought for the weekend can I have tomorrow <laughs> cause you not going to you know, be like dang I can't have nothing oh my goodness nothing nothing safe even if I keep it in my room it ain't safe I don't know. It's a lot going on. You have schedules all to juggle. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how did you manage that, too? Like, with the kids growing up and their schedules of somebody wanting to, say, do this sport or somebody wanting to do that sport or somebody wanting to do that activity and you're only one person? Um... Well, again, Vaughn was, I was very grateful to Vaughn for picking up on some of these basketball games. Okay. Luckily, the boys both wanted to play basketball. Okay. So I could put them in the same league, which meant that their games would probably be, be like um, the oldest one would have the, well, the youngest one would have a game first, okay. and then like two hours later, the oldest one would have a game. Um, I think the issue was the dancing. Okay. Because the dancing took up a lot of time. Right. When, you know, when that, when she first started her dance group, and we, none of us really knew what we was doing trying to, you know, assist her. I feel like that took up a lot of time and money because mm-hmm. they needed new clothes and new costumes right. and stuff like that. But, you know, I had a friend at the time who was assisting in that where it was like, I could tell them, could you please go watch a basketball game while I take this one <laughs> and then I would be like, I gotta, I just gotta drop her off right. and then I gotta run back over here and sit for a little while and hope to be like, rah, rah, rah for a little while, part of that thing and do that. Earlier when they were younger, they played football Ugh. And then I just put the girls on the chili squad so that I could try to keep everybody together. Um, That was, that wasn't too bad, but there was a time when the oldest one was not in elementary school and her middle school stuff when the elementary school ones had things, that was when it got complicated. And I really didn't have anybody to help. So there was just some stuff that I missed. Right. And then I would just have a sit down beforehand. Like, mommy is not going to be able to make it to your something. Your, well, I, there was one time she was on cheerleading and she wanted me to come to a game that I wasn't going to be able to make it to because... <laughs> Last time I didn't go to something at the elementary school, and I was like, I just, I'm not going, I'm so sorry, but I'm not going to make that. But I'll be at the next one. A lot of that, like, but I'll be at the next one because then it'll be your turn again, and I'm be there cheering, like, ah, I see you. And that took a lot of energy because then you had to keep track of who you saw last. She, the oldest one, had to play. She was in a musical, and then she needed, like, to get to all the rehearsals. And I was like, oh, I don't know what's happening. So that, as far as scheduling, was bad. But I will tell you my worst experience with trying to schedule was the oldest two were in middle school. Uh-huh. Then the, then the other three were in elementary school but they had to think the oldest ones got out and had to meet the younger ones or one of the oldest ones got out and picked up the younger one and then they went back to get the oldest one because she had something after school or something I can't remember I do remember that the younger ones lost the older ones oh 
and their plan was to track down the police and tell the police that their siblings were missing. And yes, and they, to the police, take my children home. And now I have the police calling my job, telling me that my children are missing and that they're taking them home. But now that they're taking them home, they're like in my kitchen and like the, I'm I'm on the phone talking to my daughter, like, we're on the police right now in my house. Yeah. Like, like it was like ridiculous. And my oldest one now, she's now afraid to go home because she don't know where the younger ones right. are. Cause she wasn't where she was supposed to be. It was a horrific day because now I have to leave work early and call and start calling people like who knows where the kids are does anybody know where the kids are because they they weren't supposed to go home they were all supposed to meet up and then meet my dad's wife at her job to ride home nobody went to her job they went straight to the police oh, <laughs> on the street like there was an officer on the street and they're like sir my sister is missing and I was like why would oh, and it was Elijah <laughs> it was Elijah whose plan was we gotta contact the police and somebody is missing and hey, like, listen he was thinking like my sibling is missing <laughs> I need to work this out he went in the panic mode and said I'm calling the police I don't care what you're talking about so that was the worst and I was like we have got to have a better strategy from now on what is who is your contact person in the emergency? Because it can't, we can't go straight from I don't see you at uh two fifteen it to police. Like we can't do that anymore. So yeah, that was that was the scariest, <laughs> I think, as far as scheduling. It was that was the worst thing about scheduling. I would have took all of the games and trying to get people to go watch the kids play things as Nothing. Now you had your girls in cheerleading, right? Because I think when I'm yes, eating, when they were like young, they were cheerleading. Yeah, these were some acrobatic <laughs> oh. kids, you guys. Like they, they were so talented. I was like, oh, I wish my girls knew how to tumble like that. And that was back when I was super cheer mom. Yes, you were. And I loved it. And then my oldest, that's when she decided to quit. The year that she could go to Disney World, she was qualified mm. to quit. Oh. <laughs> Broke you my said heart. I did all of this stuff exactly. to get to Disney. That's all I did. That's all I wanted to do was go to Disney. Just go to Epcot so I could be a part of those ESPN specials that you see on TV. Oh, yeah. Cheerleader Girls. That's all I ever wanted to do in life. <laughs> took it away from me took it away and then they went into dance but they're really talented there too though so they're pretty good and that was a struggle too like even within their dancing they still opted to try other things like we've tried musical instruments okay I think we did the guitar piano cello and violin Maya played soccer, so there was still some. No, he heard for soccer. Drop one off for practice, ride the other one for practice, sit with her for a minute. She got to leave practice early because I got to go back and get the other one because that person won't wait if I'm late. Yep. I don't know. I I wouldn't take anything back that I've done in life, but I must say, being a single parent has been an interesting endeavor. And I think. I thought it was the hardest when they were toddlers because they couldn't sit and watch themselves. But I found that now as teenagers, it's just as hard because now they have more activities to get to. Although because I yeah. want to, they'll catch the bus to get to them. But then because it's dark and I have girls, I still have to pick you up. So I'm picking one up here and I'm picking one up there and then I'm dropping you off because you got to meet and do this rehearsal and then we're going to go home and then I got to come back out and get you at 10 o'clock. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm back to toddler stage where I'm losing my mind and this oldest one is not trying to drive. She finally got this this permit. Okay. I don't know what else (laughs) to push her to get her to drive. I need her to drive. And I have not the um, nerves for (laughs) 
anybody. I'm horrible at this. I tried. I've tried to teach them. Um, the second oldest is close, but every time we get in the car, she's like, Mom, you're making me way too nervous. I can't do it. So, although I have been a single parent for almost every all of the years of being a parent Uh um, with their fathers pretty much having like nothing to do with them and like their upbringing somehow their father has magically showed up and he's been like secretly teaching people how to drive and I didn't even know oh wow and I think it's the coolest thing. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I mean, if that, you know, because I'm honest, all honestly, honesty, I told them he is the person who taught me how to drive. When we were, you know, younger, he right. taught me how to drive. So it makes sense that he would be the person to teach you guys how to drive. Um, and if he wants to let you in his car to do right. that, that's great. And so some of them are learning to drive in his car, which is just a blessing to me because I just don't have it. I can't do it. Every time they go to turn the corner, I'm like, oh, wait, no, don't do it. Just wait a minute. It makes me so nervous. I'm, I just can't do it. Now, here's the thing. I let Raven take my car one time. Okay. And I wasn't nervous for her having it and I wasn't in it. But if I'm in it, I can't. I I don't have the nerves for it at all. No. Mm-mm. Very interesting. Nope. Lodge's driven the car and Raven has taken the car. And both of them have had the car and without me in it. And I did not have any problem with it. But in the car with me. It's totally different. I want the radio off. <laughs> I, need to, I need to have my seatbelt off just in case I got to hurry up and jump my leg over. So, like, I, my nerves are not built for. Wow. It's bad. It really is bad. None of them want to want to do it with me anymore. Like, they just, they don't. I'm, I'm like. teaching them, man. Yeah, so their dad is teaching them. I didn't know until one one of the other ones made mention, like, "Oh, they're out with they're, they're out with dad," and I was like, "Doing what?" And they're like, "Um, learn how to drive." And I was like, "Oh, look at that! <laughs> Useful for something, I guess." But <laughs> and if I had to pick something at this point, I'd take that. So <sighs> go ahead on and teach them because I. I can't do. I just can't. When the A on it, when I tell you every time I get in our car and they start the car up, I we ain't but two houses up, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I feel like you're going too fast for me. Slow down the car, and they'll be like, we going fifteen. I'm like, oh, it feels way yeah, fast. Slightly nervous too. I don't know how I'm going to be. She's been practicing with her dad lately too, so I don't know how I'm going to be. Yeah. Well, let me know how you handle it because I do not. I'm I'm good when we are up at um up at the um testing place and they have to learn like you know the parallel parking and stuff like that. I can teach you how to parallel park, but once we get on the road, I am not good at all. That is very interesting. It's bad. And they and so I'm like, you know, if you get the license, you can take the car. Uh-huh. But you can't try to learn how to do it in in the car with me. <laughs> Which seems so weird because you would think after having five children, your patience would be better at things like no. that. Nope, it's my nerves. And I don't because I feel like my nerves are so bad that it causes me to to make them nervous. Right. And then and then nobody is doing good. And I've just not been able to handle it. And I try it with every one of them. I got in the car with mama and this girl was like, which one is the break again? And I was like, get out. Just get out my car. <laughs> just get, give me 
get out, put it in, put it back in park and get out, just get out. She was like, no, 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 no. I know. I remember. I remember. Oh, not today. You don't. Mm-mm. These nerves is bad already. I feel like we're going to hit something and ain't nothing even out here. No, thank you. I'm it. My nerves are really bad with it. I, I'm nervous on the drive to the, um, well, I'm, well, I'm driving to get up to the testing place. Um, I don't know how people do it in other cities, but it, here, once the um, place closes, you can use the parking lot and everything to test and then like test parallel parking and stuff like that. So I'm nervous driving up there. It's already dark. I don't know. I'm driving. I'm talking to them like, you know, when you get in there, you got to put your turn signal on it. Like, I know. <laughs> I'm bad with it. Like, you know, when you get in this driver's seat, you got to put your seatbelt on. They like, I know, mom. And there'll be like three of them in the car. That make me even more nervous. Like, everybody else be quiet. But when it's not your turn, don't talk. Like, it's bad. It's, I, I'm really bad at it. I, I, I'm not the one. Like <laughs> I am not the one to teach anybody how to drive. You don't want me to be the teacher. Okay. No. Well, not put that on your resume. <laughs> don't do instructor, it. Instructor, not. Mm-mm, mm-mm, no. But you can call me and borrow my car. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you can use the car. Sure. Uh, I just don't put me in it. Mm-mm. And that's nervous. No gender specific. That's just everybody. No, that's everybody. I'll be like, oh no. Raven said the other day, can I just take the um let's she said let's drive down to the get go, which is the the gas station that is literally down the street from my house. Two blocks. two and a half blocks. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I, I know these streets is too narrow. We can't be in the car. She was like, What? I was no, this car is on both sides of the street too. Mm-mm, we can't do that. No, no. She was like, I took the car the other day and I drove it myself. And I was like, Yeah, I can't be driving with you in these narrow streets. Mm-mm, I can't do it. I, I, no. So I, like, I can't. Mm-mm. It doesn't work for me. I'm bad at it. I couldn't. I can't make it two and a half blocks. Never. So I don't know. I just that's a very interesting thought. I would never <laughs> guess that. Mm-mm. When you see any of them ask them about me teaching them how to drive, they all gonna say it's a <laughs> horrible experience. <laughs> They're all say that. One of my kids is in the shower. Do y'all have differences in showers? Like, do your boys or girls take longer showers? Older, younger. I feel like, okay, so they all have a shower process where um, if one of them says they're taking a shower, that usually means they're going to use the bathroom before they take a shower. I know this sounds like TMI, but um, so that means that somebody else knows that they really could be in the shower. So, for example, if I want to take a shower, Uh and this ain't my process, but I'm just going to use me, and then you want to take a shower too, one of us knows that I'll be in the bathroom using the bathroom, so you can get yourself, it's not going to take just the five minutes, it's going to take like 15 minutes, because I got to prep my stuff. Then I got to use the bathroom. Then I'll take a shower. Mm -hmm. So it's like somebody will get into the shower and then another person will be using the bathroom (laughs) so that they can be ready when the other one get out the shower. It's real weird. Hilarious. Um, And mostly that is the younger ones. Nope. Because one of the older ones, I won't say their name on this, but one of the older ones. (laughs) One of the older ones started that um, process, but I think, okay, so here's another strange thing. One of them feels like anybody else's soap is up for grabs. Like, you could be like, 
not for some reason not everybody is on the same soap cycle so when they're when they're like one person needs soap before another person needs soap uh-huh. before another person needs soap but there's one who it don't matter when you can say do you need soap and they be like no nah, I'm good because they use it everybody else's soap is there <laughs> they use anybody male or female they don't care they using it and you're like um I'll come in and be like I swear my soap was not low like this right. yesterday and they just like yeah child I used that <laughs> I used that <laughs> I use that soap, but I'm like, well, why did I ask you if you need soap? I didn't need any, because in their mind, everybody, everybody else soap is their soap. Yes, <laughs> yes, and like we all have like individual caddies in the bathroom, so all of your bathroom needs go in your caddy on the shelf. Oh, that is so cute. <laughs> your your deodorant, your soap, your face scrubs if you have any um, razors go in your caddy anything you're going to use in your bathroom experience is in your caddy this one person is a caddy bandit (laughs) (laughs) they don't care they just take who they just use any they feel like the caddies is just like a free for all for them and their caddy barely got anything in it it don't matter they don't care no, I don't need no soap. No, I don't need no lotion. It's all kind of stuff in here. It's just like a smorgasbord of stuff for me to use. And I'm like, you need to just have some stuff. And they just keep being like, no, I'm cool. I'm good. That is and they don't an care. interesting Because, <laughs> again, there's only three of us. So the two girls share the same soap. They only okay, like yeah. one kind of soap. And then me, I buy soap. So we really only have like two things of soap in our bathroom at any given point. Now we got all that other girly facial razors and all that good stuff. But I have like this um, stand that's in there and it's kind of a free for all because we are product junkies in this house. Yes. On everything. Hair stuff, face stuff, body stuff. We are product junkies. Yeah, I'm definitely... um... We're definitely product junk- junkies. We just had to do a um, product release <laughs> the other um, last weekend where I was like, some of this stuff nobody is using. Right. Like, literally nobody. Let's get rid of it. So we need to get rid of some of this. And they're like, um, then it was like a little bit like, no, I think I know. You're not using that. Nobody's, nobody has used that. Exactly. There's not forming on it. Goodbye. We're not doing that. So, yeah, that was good. Um, but the caddies, the caddy thing really, um, really, really, really worked because there was like bath and body lotions and soaps everywhere. I felt like I was just, I felt like I was at the store. And I was like, we got to do something uh-huh. about this. So, um yeah everybody's everybody has there's all kind of stuff in there like it there's like and then there's like um two caddies in there that just have hair products in uh-huh. and anybody can use that you can right combs brushes um hair sprays freezes and like you know edge controls and stuff like that there's stuff in those two that anybody could can use but I I once we came up with the caddies I love the caddies I'm thinking so because with that many people in a house it would get overwhelming mm-hmm. like you can't have like um what is it it's five six my mom's seven and the baby now would make eight you can't have eight different soaps and they all everybody use their own stuff right so um that was something that was started when we were staying at somebody else's house. That person thought it would be great for everybody to have their own soaps. And I was like, I feel like I just want to buy one big bottle or something. And they was like, <laughs> Call it a day. Right. They was like, no, everybody going to have their own soaps. That's wonderful. Everybody's individual. And I was like, here we go. And it started something and then it just never stopped. And yeah, but it's interesting because before that, I didn't really think that anybody cared about what soap they were using until they were given like the opportunity to decide 
and now everybody's scents are so different. Um, now I can tell who just got done taking a shower by how the bathroom smells when you go in. That's too funny. <laughs> yep, I definitely know who just took a shower. I can tell the difference now between um, uh, what's it called, Old Spice and Axe. <laughs> uh, I know when I know when the axe one was in there. I know when that old spice one was in there. I know the difference in the in the um vapor when you walk into the bathroom. I definitely know. So um and then everybody has um particular colors like their towel color is um everybody has their own. One is blue. One is green. One is pink, one is orange, one is purple. And so if you don't know from the scent and you have to go into the bathroom, you can tell by the towel that's hanging outside the shower. Like, you know who's in there. You don't got to ask or say a word, but you just know that color, you know who's in there. And that's how I learned scent because I know the color of the towel and the scent in the bathroom. All different I know colors. who. <laughs> I know who's there. Yeah, it's real, really weird, but it does kind of work. Yeah, we have two color towels for the bathroom, so any other person could have any color towel that they pulled off, but it's only two colors to pull out the bathroom. Uh, two colors. And then when my mom showed up, my mom wanted like all of this orangey-ish, pinkish color thing, and I was like... <laughs> You might as well get a color too. Join in on the fun. Why not? I don't, I guess. I guess that would make it easy though when it's time to replace towels because you know everybody's color, so you just go mm-hmm. buy everybody a new color. Yep. It's actually kind of interesting. See, when you have yeah. these multiples of children, you have things that I don't even remotely think about. Like I'm sure <laughs> you've had a shower system, like. People have to have time. Well, not necessarily set times, but there's three of us. So if you go in the shower, 10 minutes later, it's free. <laughs> yeah, no. And and um, a lot of overlapping. Right. Like I said, like somebody's using the bathroom when somebody's in the shower and then somebody, somebody, there's times times when I was going to say when somebody's using the bathroom and somebody's showering and somebody is at the sink all at the same time. There's really like no bathroom privacy. I don't really think that's a thing. Right. Maybe the girls don't bother the boys as much, but um, so like they won't like if a boy is in the shower it's still okay if a girl is in the bathroom but they're not gonna step out of the shower without the towel on Right. whereas if it's two girls in there they They don't get out they don't care No, I don't think that the boys get out if the other one is in there I think a towel still is involved I've never asked but that's how I I think that if it's two guys in there I think one of them still in that towel on before they come out that shower so I don't know Um, yeah but there is definitely a system we don't care nope and I never have any privacy in that bathroom that's what I need people to totally understand that even though you have teenagers that never changes it never changes they're coming in that bathroom at 2 to 22 <laughs> like it don't matter at the only time I get the bathroom to myself is when the children are not home I can't and take I a shower. Can't. I can't go to the sit on the toilet. I can't brush no. my teeth, wash my face without somebody no. coming in there. To, and they always ask you the most ridiculous things. You can <laughs> ask me that when I walk out the bathroom. Yes. And they I get mad if you're doing something in the bathroom that they don't necessarily like. Like you came in on my bathroom time. Right. I didn't I didn't invite anybody in here. I didn't even make an announcement that I was going here. So I don't understand one, I don't understand why all of a sudden you need to be in here. Yes. There's other things that can happen in this house right now. The meeting and I have a phone. Send me a message. (laughs) Like you don't have to do this. What is happening here? There's always a meeting in my bathroom, but let me do the reverse 
and I come yes. in the bathroom on them. Oh, you would have thought you committed a cardinal sin. You would have thought that you jumped in the shower with them naked. Like that's how they act. And I'm just standing in the bathroom. I'm not I'm not even anywhere. I'm just standing in here. And it's like, oh mom, oh my bathroom, oh shower. I understand. I just want to say something to you. You wanted to say a bunch of stuff to me yesterday. Oh my gosh, yes. There's never privacy. So now I've learned that I be again because of the way that I work. I might as well take that shower when I come home while everybody's sleeping because <laughs> then I have free time. And then I, but I, there's always one who I'm like, I always, my, my chain is always, oh, all of a sudden. So I'll say that to them like, oh, all of a sudden you got to wake up in the middle of the night and use the bathroom. Exactly. You need to use the bathroom until I got here. I've been gone all day. All of a sudden now you need to use the bathroom. They be like, mom, it's cool. I'm just going to be here for a quick minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. Oh, somebody got to be near me. And it's always, it's my oldest who always tells me how she wants to be around me. And she always seems to find time to want to be in here with me. Yeah, I, it's not my, it's, every, it's my youngest. She'll wait up. She don't care. <laughs> She will text me. <laughs> she will text me. I get off at midnight. I don't walk out at midnight. And she noticed. Right. But she will still text me. It takes me about 10 minutes to get home. Luckily, my job is like 10, 12 minutes home. Right. But I will intentionally take 20 to 25 minutes to get home just so that I can have a moment. Um, cause my job is intense. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, I need like a moment before I go in because I know that youngest one is going to say something to me when I walk in that door. <laughs> Let it be 27 minutes and it's a text coming in like, you ain't coming home tonight? You Are you working tonight? Are you not working tonight? What's happening? I didn't hear the car alarm go off. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I need to just give me, just give one, me moment. one moment. Gee. So we had to have a talk to say like, ma'am, when I walk in the door, you got to hit me with how was your day before you ask me anything you want to ask me. Right. Ask me about me. Act like I'm a person. I'm not just your mom. Right. I am a whole human being that exists outside of you. So now she'd be like, how was your day? <laughs> like, like, it's a punishment. How was your day? Like, do I really gotta ask this? I'm like, it was fine. Let me hear what you... So, at first I was hitting her with, it was fine. But then I just started telling her exactly how some days it's so bad I'm like you need to know right what this experience is mostly because I need you to know that even if you have a horrible day at work wherever you may work you can still be pleasant to people in your house right definitely it's a good because I don't want you to think that I'm walking around and all my days is great days and then you end up with some bad days and you don't know how to handle them and handle your family um, or just whoever you may be in relationship with because you feel like you have the right to be rude and disrespectful to people because you had a bad day. No. That's a good lesson. So I have definitely started telling her this is what happened from the time I walked into my job until the time that I left. I've been listening to screaming and screeching and all the other things that we ain't going to get into right. on this episode but like I would explain them to her and go I have a really 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 bad headache and I'm hungry because I haven't had a chance to eat in the past 11 hours but before I handle any of those things let me hear about your Your day day, right yes and and say because this is what you have to do I this is part of being a parent is still giving of myself what I didn't even think I had before I got out my That's car, bad. which is why I took 27 bad. minutes to get out my car. Listen. <laughs> I need you to understand that now. You are at an age now where you have to understand that 
it's not just you in this world and and you gotta give to other people all the time and now that I have told you that and you have told me how you feeling about whatever issue you waited up for me for (laughs) I need you to get out my face (laughs) because I need to just turn my light off and just be in some world where don't none of y'all exist that is too funny. That's it. And I I mean, but again, you know, like we say all the time, I love them to death. Yes. But I love them to life. And um I just don't know what my life would be like without them. I know, what a crazy concept. Like if somebody was just like if somebody offered to be able to erase all of this and let me start a different way, I don't even know what I would do. So, I keep them. Yeah, we'll keep them. So, thank you for a great conversation. This has been excellent. This is a good one. We're doing great. So, guys, we like like we said in the beginning, we are a work in progress. But we thank you for our listeners thus far, um, and tell people about us because we're gonna be here every week now talking about a whole bunch of parent and stuff. As you can see, there's so much to talk about all the time. Um, our social media will be starting. I know I said I was going to start it last week, but I really didn't have anything to put up there. <laughs> so <laughs> um, we're going to do some more of that. Ayana is in a wonderful tweeter, so she's probably going to tweet out way more than me. Um, but we're going to get that all worked together. We're working on some um, cover art. Cover art, yes. And all of that. So we are a work in progress. We will be here every Thursday um, for you guys to hear us. And so just share it out with your friends. Share this episode with people. Um, If you are on Instagram or if you are on um, Twitter and you want to talk about this podcast, you can hashtag pod in and um, the name of the the podcast, um, which is who's picking you up and that will let other people find us and um, we could grow this community. That's a lot. That's <laughs> <was> a lot. <laughs> but yes, we just thank you. You have any other words to say, Yana? I don't. I'm going to have to think of a cool quote to end myself on from now. Oh yeah. That'll be dope. Yes. We're going to start close segments. Okay. <laughs> so again, work in progress. Just stick with us and we're going to keep on growing. It'll here. get better and better. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a good night. Good night, Ayana.